Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts. Saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up, everybody? Ricky Widmer here, along with fellow man child, Johnny Carlin. And we are back for the Rick and Johnny podcast right here on Most Valuable Podcast. Your one-stop shop for everything under the two nerdy suns as we are going to dive into a lot today. We had a lot of trailers come out this week. Yeah. Bumblebee was out this week. Spider-Man into the um, Spider-Verse was out this week. E3 was dropping stuff like an Anthem trailer. Also, you had Kingdom Hearts this morning as we're recording this. The release date for that came out. However, we had a jam-packed show as always for you guys. Kind of sticking in the DC Marvel Universe. Before I get into that, a little bit of housekeeping here at the beginning. Number one, if you want to support MVP, want to even become a guest on the show each and every month, Go check out patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast and join our Patreon family. Then at number two, we've got t-shirts. That link is down below in the description. Get yourself a nice MVP t-shirt to rep the show or rep the channel, I should say, wherever you go. Also, you can catch that at mostvaluablepodcast.com along with everything that MVP puts out each and every day. And then last but not least, if you're on iTunes, if you're on Apple Podcasts, make sure to go and give the Rick and Johnny podcast and all the other podcasts is MVP, but mostly ours, right, Johnny? Mm-hmm. Mostly ours. Go give it a five-star rating and then type a little something-something about why you like the podcast, why other people should check out the podcast. It would really mean the world to us, and it would help us grow. So, Johnny, here's what we're going to do. We've got Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. We're going to look at that. We're also going to look at Jared Leto and the... Standalone Joker movie that I guess we're getting, but we'll get into that in a little bit. And then we're going to look at Titans, a TV series, because it looks like Jason Todd is going to be in that series that'll be dropping. Also, funny thing I'd, uh, not funny, interesting thing I heard about the DC streaming service. Mm -hmm. Not only will you be able to stream the TV shows, the animated movies, and the animated series. It's also going to include DC Comics as well. Oh, wow. So you can read DC Comics with it, too. That's interesting. They're kind of giving me news to where, okay, my money, you're you're trying to get my money. Yeah, it's I'm going to be able to read the comics without buying them, and I can watch all the animated DC series that I love. But let's jump into our first topic. We're looking at Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And a trailer came out for it. And you, you guys know what we do here on the Rick and Johnny podcast. Well when we're able to, is we like to dive in to trailers. So Mm -hmm. what we're going to do is we're going to watch the trailer, react to the trailer right now. It's about three minutes, about 2.40. And then we're going to give our reactions to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I am already set at triple zeros. And as soon as Johnny gives me the thumbs up, he did. 
Let's go in three, two, one, go. The pre-trailer before the trailer. Mm -hmm. Always need one. Personal chauffeur going once. It's okay. Seriously, Dad, walking would have been fine. Breaking news, Spider-Man saves the day again. Spider-Man. This guy swings in once a day, zip-zaps off Nancy's Accountability. Zip-zap-zap. Man, you get arrested? Gosh, don't cops run red lights? Well, yeah, some do. But, uh, not your dad. In your universe, there's only one Spider-Man. But there's another universe. It looks and sounds like yours, but it's not. My name's Miles Morales. Hey, kid. You like me. I like the art style. Yeah. Some points it's a little trippy, but this is my favorite part too, with like the text, comic text flying by him. I yeah. can teach you to be Spider-Man. Mm, I love this burger. So delicious. Mm, one of the best burgers I've ever had. You have money, right? The only thing it gets trippy is like in the background there when it's like it's kind of phased out the two layers are not yeah. perfect over each other You have to think about saving one person One thing I know for sure don't do it like me Do it like you Brooklyn! I see the spark in you. It's amazing. Hands up! Whatever you choose to do with it, you'll be great. I love you, Miles. Yeah, I know, Dad. <laughs> you gotta say I love you back. Dad, are you serious? I, I want to hear it. You want to hear me I say love it? You, Dad. You're dropping me I off out of school. Love you, Dad. Look at this place. Dad, I love you. This would totally be us. Dad, mm -hmm. I love you. That's a copy. I would do that to my kids. Time to swing, just like I taught you. When did you teach me that? I didn't. It's a little joke for team building. Hey, guys. Okay, who are yeah, you? Oh, she's wearing ballerina I'm shoes. Stacy. Come on. How many more spider people are there? Save it for Comic-Con. What's Comic-Con? <laughs> What's Comic-Con? So, How many spider people are there? Same as at Comic-Con. that I have to say about this is, first off, do you want to start with the positive or the question mark? Up to you. You go. Um, I'll start with the biggest question mark for me. Uh huh. Jack Johnson as Peter Parker. Jack Johnson as Peter Parker, and also the Peter Parker that they are going with. Because I mean, I'm not really upset with the we're gonna go with more of a older Spider Man. It just doesn't seem. Maybe it's me and like what I've grown up with, like with the '90s um, cartoon and everything that we're seeing recently. Spider-Man to me was never like a, like, how do, how do I put it? Where it's basically where he's like that absentee mentor. Where it's like, yeah, learn through my mistakes, not through, you know, like my actual teachings and stuff. And that's kind of what I'm getting through this trailer. Mm -hmm. Also, love Jack Johnson. It just sounds like every time I hear his voice, 
I think of Let's Be Cops or New Girl, and it just doesn't sound like Peter Parker to me. I mean, I guess they're going with the sort of down and out Peter Parker, which I get if, like, the first one, I believe, we saw a gravestone that said P. Parker. Yes. So, I mean, maybe it's the... He faked his own death. The f- fake his own death to protect his family type thing or something. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, yeah, I think anyone would be down and out at that point. Like, hey, I have to pretend to my family that I'm dead. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if they tie in the Avengers at all. Like, a yeah, not, that not where we see any of them, just a, hey, I'm Enough. down and out. I used to be part of the Ve- Avengers. Now I'm not. Or, yeah, anything like that. And like, uh, I was part of the Avengers or just referencing mm-hmm. any part of the Avengers. Like, hey, this is the incident that made it to where I had to pretend to be dead. Exactly. And I mean, the whole thing that people I've seen online, they're like, when this came out and like this trailer, because in the first trailer, it's like, oh, okay, we got Miles Morales because we know that he doesn't become Spider-Man until after Peter dies. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, wait, we get Miles and Peter in the same movie? The thing I'm wondering with that is this whole Spider-Verse thing. Yeah. Where it kind of seems like they're going to go with a like multiverse. Because Miles even says that he goes, yeah, there's a universe. It looks exactly like yours. But it's not. Like, and I wonder if they're going to play off of that, where, like, the Gwen Stacy character that came in from a different Spider-Verse. Yeah. And they've got to mold them together because the villains, the three that we saw were the Prowler. I'm pretty sure that was the one with, like, the purple claws. The big f- purple fists. Yeah, purple fists. Yeah. They looked like claws as they he was did, going yeah. through. Um, Ultimate Goblin, that was the one that threw Peter. Big horns and wings. Yeah, into the um, storage crate. And then we only saw him for a split second. The big guy in the suit. That's Kingpin. a kingpin. That is the kingpin. So I wonder. I mean, who else could it be? What one of their ideas is going to be and how they map that in. Because the one thing, I didn't get it until we watched it this time. When she goes, oh, I'm Gwen Stacy. Shouldn't Peter know who that is? Like, there's no reaction. True. Of, Maybe this like, Peter doesn't. And that's what I'm wondering. Because, like, I didn't get it until this time. I'm like, wait. Peter should know who Gwen Stacy is. I can I can understand if Miles doesn't. Yeah. I can understand if Peter Parker doesn't know who Spider Gwen is. But when she says, "Oh, I'm Gwen Stacy," I kind of feel like Pete, there should have been some reaction from Peter that obviously we're going to get understood to us or explained to us when we see this movie yeah. around Christmas time. No, um, I mean, yeah, it could be a separate universe thing. Maybe that's different for that that Peter. Mm-hmm. Um. Maybe maybe the Peter that we saw the headstone for isn't that universe's Peter. Maybe it's a different Peter. Or I should say, no, correction, flip that. Maybe that Peter, the mm-hmm. Spider-Man, isn't that universe's Peter. Maybe True. he got, like, thrown in there or mm-hmm. stuck there at the same time that that Peter passed away. And that's it. We don't know. Because it sounds like the father knows that Peter uh, Spider-Man's been around for a little bit. Yes, and that's the thing that I find the most interesting with this story is we get a hint to it. And I can't wait until that time comes when we go and see it. The father hates Spider-Man. I'm going to say hate. Hates Spider-Man. Miles Morales becomes a Spider-Man. So there is going to be, I'm pretty sure, with how they're building up this father-son relationship where the dad seems really loving. He's got those corny like, I love you, dad. Come on, say it. I love love you, dad. All right. That's a copy. Love you, too. Um, But, I mean... There's going to be a point, and we kind of saw it teased in the trailer, where he goes, like, freeze, and then, and he disappears. There is going to be a part where he sees Miles Morales as Spider-Man. Yep. 
I and think they're going to have point. to go through that kind of dilemma in their heads. Maybe. I mean, it could be the same as Peter keeping that secret from his aunt and everyone mm-hmm. for a long time. So I don't know yet if they're going to actually find out he's Miles. Yeah, and I wonder if... Here's the thing I wonder, too. Because the part where... When Spider-Man's talking to... Well, when Peter, I should say, because both of them were Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. When Peter's talking to Miles, the part where he says, don't do it like me, do it like you. And then he says, like... You got to not think about about saving everyone. You just got to think about saving one person. And mm-hmm. right when he says that, you see Miles hug his dad. Yeah. I wonder in this, because we all know the thing that, I, I, I think it's this, that the thing that drives Miles to become Spider-Man is kind of the Uncle Ben thing of instead of Uncle Ben dying, in Miles's case, it was his dad's death. So there, you have that in the comics. I wonder if they play with that in this. Of yes, he's Spider-Man before his dad dies in this universe. However, well, that gives him that extra drive. Yes, and I wonder if in this movie they will kill off the father, and if that'll be the point where he like goes to save his father, and then as his father's like on his dying last words, he pulls off the mask. To show him, like, that it's me, I'm here, and, like, I'm trying to do good. So mm-hmm. that the dad, maybe right before he dies, doesn't hate Spider-Man maybe. as much as he did. Yeah. That's a good one, uh, good thing to possibly go with. I mean, that would give him the extra drive to be Spider-Man, especially since it's probably supposed to be a more than one movie thing mm-hmm. and enter the Spider-Verse. I'm hoping. Uh, unless it's, like, the movie to start off, like, kickstart mm-hmm. a TV series, which would, in That'd some way... weird. It would be, but in some ways that would make more sense because you mm-hmm. can hit more things than having to do a movie. And yeah. we made another Spider-Verse movie. I mean, another Spider-Verse movie. Mm-hmm. And we made another Spider-Verse movie. I wonder, like, when I first saw they were doing Into the Spider-Verse, I was like, oh, they want something to kind of link together all their properties. Yeah. Like, the Spider-Man that we see in the MCU, the Venom that we're going to see in Sony, and although this is animated, like, they could have a cool thing of, let's say they get one where Tom Holland Spider-Man's in it, and it's actually Tom Holland. He goes, whoa, what, what's going on here? I'm like, oh, cartoony and stuff. Maybe. Like, maybe that's what they're going towards down the line. But the thing I love most about this movie is we won't know what they're going with, like, that part of it until we see it. Exactly. And we got to wait half a year for it. Yeah. we got some time before we... Uh, but, I was going to let you finish. Uh, we got some time before we get to find out exactly what's going on. Because, like, why doesn't Peter know who's... Like, no hesitation to mm-hmm. finding meeting Gwen. Nothing phases him. No. Nothing um, phases I mean, him. who knows what he's been through in that mm-hmm. time. And again, like, this Gwen is teenage-looking. Yeah. And at least by played stature by, and... Played by Haley Steinfeld, who's also yeah. in the Bumblebee movie. Yeah. I mean, so it's kind of... Like, yeah, I guess this one... This universe is one phase this Peter because... Mm-hmm. Who knows what's yeah. going on with that? One thing I was going to ask you where I awkwardly uh, cut you off yeah, was you did. what part of this, give me something from this trailer that you really liked. That was like your, this is my best thing from the trailer. Honestly, I just like all of it so far. I like how his dad, the very cop out answer, Johnny. I know. Well, it's, there's not a lot <laughs> I don't really like. Good. I'm not even like that. Um, nitpicky about the Jack Johnson thing. Yeah, I'm not really, nit- mm-hmm. like, not really nitpicky about you know that. I just, get it. I like to nitpick. I know you do. I have just got some fun with life. Um, 
No, I've got no problem with that because I can understand somewhat what they're going for. Possibly mm-hmm. is like a down and out Peter Parker after having to either fake his own death or getting thrown into an alternate universe and not knowing how to how the hell to get back. Or he's been thrown like, or has he been thrown in it and he already knows what to expect? Where it's like, all right, I've been here. I know what this universe is like. I'm just trying to make my life here. Yeah. Well, maybe like like you said, he has to. Well, I'm trying to, how did I say this? He's trying to like make it there. Cause I mean, he's got no, he maybe has no mm-hmm. job. Yeah. Maybe. Or, Cause uh, it's weird how he's got the spider suit on and just a jacket, uh, just open jacket. Like the jacket's not even closed. The jacket was open to where you could see the spider suit. Yeah, exactly. So but it's, it's like, like, you're not really trying to hide that, are you? No. And I mean, like, it's not like you can apply for jobs as Peter Parker. Cause Peter Parker's dead, dead in that universe. It's like, well, you're not Peter Parker. And then get in trouble for <laughs> yeah i'm looking at it right now and it's like open jacket there's the spider suit what are you just assuming it's a halloween costume or co- nerd yeah i, I mean, mean maybe nerd like nerd culture is that popular now yeah so i mean oh you're in a spider-man shirt cool <sighs> that is so weird like just having it wide open with the spider-man thing i like the art style we talked about it during it's, the trailer. it's interesting it's somewhat uh it's trippy. trippy in some senses. Like when you, <laughs> I, I don't know if I want to go see this one in 3D just because it'd make you sick. It might. Uh, because like when the wall, like you were talking about during it, like the walls kind of be like yes. layered over each other and not like, mm-hmm. there's like a lot of times where it's like, especially when like miles is like moving real quick and it mm-hmm. shows that it's like, Whoa, the thing that also that people were talking about is the multiple spider suits mm, that we see. Yeah. And it's interesting that we see multiple ones because I know the one on the left hand side with like the it was blue and it had the um, faint red spider in the middle. Yeah. That's the suit I think he uses to fight Electro. Is like it? That's his Electro suit. Oh, that's interesting. I can't remember what the one, the blue one with the blue spider in the middle on the right, what that one is. Someone in the comment section can help us with that. But I mean, that's a, another thing of has he kind of built his own spider cave? Maybe. I mean, that's also like a nod that blue with the blue with the mm-hmm. red uh, spider. Mm-hmm. I think that's also kind of a nod to uh, like Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Yes. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One of them is that. The other one is the Electro. I know one of these is the Electro suit. Okay. That's what I'm just it saying. Was. That was that, at least my. And maybe it is. They're they're gonna mm-hmm. reference it as something else. But it's like, yeah, that's a nod to the twenty ninety nine Spider Man. Yeah, I'm gonna pull it up for this. If I remember correctly, I think so. Let's see here. Okay. Yeah, it's got the the face is a little different on it. Um, but it's similar. It's, it's more blue um with the than red, red spider. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the face has like more red in it than this one does. Huh. Um the other thing I really I can't wait for a future trailer hmm. or just to see the movie because um Leave Schneider, who played um Sabretooth in the Wolverine Origin movies, mm-hmm. he's going to be Kingpin. Yeah. So I can't wait I to see what that's going to be. Like, and that's the thing with this where it's like, they almost have released this trailer perfectly to where, I'll be honest, I kind of forgot this thing was happening. Um, like, we saw the first trailer. Oh, it looks cool, but they didn't give me enough to be like, have it on my radar consistently. Yeah. And then this came out and I was like, oh yeah, wait, they are doing that. They are. One thing I do want to ask you before we move on is in other podcasts and other um, shows, I've seen people complain about the humor 
between Peter and Miles that saying like that it doesn't hit. Like, for example, the line where it's like, all right, we're going to we're going to swing just like I taught you. Wait, you didn't teach me. Yeah, I know. It was kind of a joke. Yeah. Do you think like I thought in this that the comedy pretty much like I was hitting with the comedy, like none of it like came out and it was like, all right. I see what you're trying to do. I was laughing at most of this trailer. No, I thought that was actually funny because, I mean, it's in a sense also like, hey, I had to just dive into this and Mm -hmm. learn how to do it. And so do you. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's no, like, way I'm going to, like, there's no way for me to actually teach you, oh, well, this is how you swing. Mm -hmm. This And it also is sarcasm where it's like, just like a touch it. But you never, it was a joke, kid. Come on. Well, it's because... That's basically the Tony was getting. Yeah, well, Come I mean, on, kid. I didn't, like, yeah, I know I didn't teach you because you have mm-hmm. to learn. Also, because it's Spider Man with the swinging, you have to learn to trust your instincts. Yeah. It's like, I can't, I can't, I can't teach do that you. For you. I can't teach you to trust your instincts. You have to just kind of do it. Do you think it was weird when, or do you think it's kind of a Spider Man thing where they all can sense each other's when he looked and he's like, well, you're one of me? Like, sensing his spider sense, like, did that make sense to you? Yeah, kind of. Because okay. if you think about it, like a le- like you can interrupt it's ultra sensitivity. Well, basically. let's put it this way. Let's put it in a sciencey term. Mm-hmm. Uh, sciencey. That's why you're here. Um, comparison. When you have a magnetic field and you mm-hmm. introduce another magnetic field, you alter that magnetic field. Yeah, they kind of interrupt each so other. So his was kind of getting whacked out by Miles, and basically. vice versa. Yeah. Okay. That's why Miles had the weird look on his face too. It's like. I also like the different colors where they use red and blue for Peters and then, boom, we're going to use purple and green for Miles. Like, this movie I cannot wait for um, for Christmas. It's going to be interesting because it's also animated. How many animated Spider-Man movies have we seen in a theater? It's a big old goose egg for me that I've actually gone to a theater and seen an animated spider movie. But this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you think down below about Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. What are you excited for? What are you not excited for? Let us know in that comment section down below. Let's move on, though, into our next topic, Johnny. And I didn't want to talk about this one. I really didn't. But I feel like we have to talk about this one. It is our civil duty on the podcast. (laughs) Civil. To talk about this story. So coming out this week, I'm looking at the article from Entertainment Weekly, EW.com. Jared Leto to star in standalone Joker movie, and it reads this. This is part of the article. Leto's Joker movie would be set within the DCEU, which encompasses Suicide Squad, Justice League, Wonder Woman, and the upcoming Aquaman and more. It's separate, however, from a potential Joker origin movie taking place outside the DCEU with Joaquin Phoenix eyed to play the clown prince of crime. Confused? You're not alone. So this is what I want to ask you, Johnny, is will it be any good? Do we have any hope for the Jared Leto standalone movie? Because it really does, like, here's the thing that confuses me. If you're still going to do, like, I assume that, all right, we're doing this Joker movie, the the Joaquin Phoenix one Mm -hmm. is gone. We're not doing two Joker movies. If you do both of them, one outside the DCEU, one in the DCEU, we we don't need two of them. But with this one, is it going to be any good? Or, from what most of us kind of predict, 
it's not going to be good or will it not even be made at all? What are kind of your thoughts about this? Well, it sounds more like DC went from making empty empty promises to mm-hmm. uh, or uh, false promises to empty threats mm-hmm. with this Jared Leto movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? You know what? We're going to make a Jared Leto Joker movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, what now? It's like, no, you won't, DC. There are, I will say this. There Call are some people that like the Jared Leto Joker. There are people What's out there that them? do that. Well, I mean, here's the thing about the Jared Leto Joker that I, don't I just like want it. to get off my chest is although I did not like it, I respect the uh, what what's the term I'm looking for? I respect the not the gall. Um I, I respect <laughs> That'd be a bad way to put that. No, I, res- I respect the gall you had to even try that. <laughs> Basically what my brain was thinking almost. <laughs> but I respect their creativity, I'll yeah, say. Where it's like, all right. You wanted to try to do something so different with the Joker that we've never seen by making him basically a crime boss. And the whole thing, though, is it just didn't like for me, it didn't land with me. Like, I know what I know what you're trying to do. It didn't land with me. And this wasn't like a because, you know, me. Most of the time with me, it's like, nope, that's not what I remember from my childhood. No, delete, delete, delete. I don't want any of it. That's mostly me. Like, yeah. if it's not recreated from my childhood, I don't want any part of it. But with this, I understand what you're trying to do. I understand what your creativity was going. It's just, it didn't hit with me. And most people, I, I would like to think most people, are in that camp. I just don't know why. Like, why do it's like we talked about before? We, we actually had this segment a few months ago. Do we actually need this movie? Do we need a standalone Joker movie? On one side, yes, because I would like to see an origin story told about the Joker because he's got an interesting backstory if yeah. done right. But is Gerald is Jared Leto's Joker the right time to do that? Is it the right time to do that? That's the big Ugh, question I for me in my head. I like just like you, it didn't stand with me. His Joker, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I can get the crime boss thing. There's some of the thing his actions I could have let go when he was being Joker. But the biggest thing that got to me was the grills and all the tattoos. Mm-hmm. That's really like you're trying to make the aesthetic of a character everyone that knows anything nerdy knows about. Why are you doing such a changing him up so drastically to where you're? Oh, yeah, he's supposed to be pale and green hair and he's supposed to be psychotic now you made him with grills a, a gold tooth grill all tatted up yeah he had the pale skin but it's like you kind of took away from all that jokerness mm-hmm. by doing all that and then yeah his actions were interesting he went was less psychotic in the way we know of like mm-hmm. a super smart psychosis to a mm-hmm. I'm just bet shit crazy yeah I just and I'm reading now yeah, the variety the, the, article the, the on growling. It. Yeah, and I've uh I'm gonna that read different. I'm gonna read a little bit from the variety article because it adds a little bit more okay. than the EW one did. And it says plot details are currently unknown. Oh, by the way, before I get into this, not only is Jared Leto <laughs> gonna star in this, he's also going to executive produce this as well. Oh wow. So there's that too. Um plot details are currently unknown, but the studio's idea is to expand the world created by Suicide Squad. 
and tie into future installments of that property. Warner Bros. already announced that Margot Robbie's version of Harley Quinn would be getting her own movie with a Birds of Prey feature. And the next goal was setting up a film for Jared Leto's Joker. When Warner Bros. announced last fall that it was developing a Joker origin tale from Todd Phillips, the studio emphasized that this did not mean the end for Leto's Joker. Rather, Phillips' film would fall under a new origins banner that would be separate from the current cinematic DC universe. This new banner would allow multiple actors and versions based on the same character with no overlap. And WB has already tabbed Joaquin Phoenix to star in Phillips' Joker pick. Here's the thing I don't understand. Why would you do this to yourself? It would be like... Here, here's what I'm thinking of. I'm trying to think of... That was my chair. Okay. Um, The, the crackling. That was my chair because I leaned back a little bit. I just bit. heard noise. It's like if I said... I'm trying to think of a great analogy because the one I was going to use I think has holes in it. It's like if I had this really good product mm-hmm. and I'm selling you this product and I'm like, it's a one-of-a-kind product. You can't get it anywhere else. And then I came out and said, all right, here's another product. And it's the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing with one variation. But it does the same thing. Like, that's what I'm trying. Like, that's what's going through my mind right now. Because what I think will happen, because I know comic book fans and I know myself, will watch the Jared Leto Joker movie. We'll then watch the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. If we like that Joaquin Phoenix one. Why would you do that? Why would you pit those two against each other? Because virtually that is what's going to happen. True. You're going to pit those two movies against each other, although they're unrelated. Yeah. And you are actually, now that you mentioned that, you will be pitting, no matter what, if you even say, hey, they're separate, they're not mm-hmm. in the same years, you're still pitting them against each other. Because then, like, let's say more people like the Joaquin Phoenix one. Mm-hmm. They're going to want, they're going to go, oh, shit, I wanted Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. Why don't we have him as the Joker? Well, mm-hmm. that's because Jared Leto's part of the DCEU. Well, so, mm-hmm. I mean, you're kind of, you no matter what, yeah, you're right. You're pitting them against each other. Unless they go with, like, I, and it all depends of what they're going to do with the Joaquin Phoenix one. Joaquin. Unless they go with a, and kind of explain the multiverses. Because DC is big on that, too, with the multiverses and Earth 1, Earth 2, Earth... Like, we see that in the Flash TV show. Oh, but I'm the Flash. No, I'm the Flash from Earth 2. You're the Flash from Earth 1 kind of a Mm -hmm. thing. So maybe they play into that a little bit where it's like, no, this Joker is from Earth 2. The Joker, Jared Leto's Joker, is from Earth 1. My whole... After reading the variety part of it, my next question is... What kind of a Joker story can you tell set in the world that was set up by Suicide Squad? Hmm. Because are you going to put up basically a, is it going to be a Joker movie that tells the, basically a buddy cop movie between him and Harley Quinn from exactly when she breaks out? Or is that where Suicide Squad 2 is going to pick up? Or is it going to be more of a, this is what the Joker kind of like, while Margot's doing her own thing with Harley Quinn, this is what the Joker does in that Suicide Squad universe. Well, world, I should say. 
it's still the DCU. That's the universe. But yeah. like, what world? I just don't know. Me personally, and this is why I'm not getting paid the big bucks to come up with the story. I don't know if there's enough there in that, unless you're tying in other things. And I kind of have a hard time having a Joker movie without Batman. Batman has to. I'm not saying that Batman has to be a main component, but he has to make at least a few cameos in this movie. Yeah, in no, the movie. you do because I mean, what are you going to do? Unless it's a Joker or like Joker origin, you can do without Batman hey, until like the though? very end. Until like the can very you, end. Though? Yeah, I think so. Wasn't didn't he knock him into the? Uh... That's what I'm saying. Until the very end, you can kind of. I guess so. Do yeah, that. you can do a Joker origin story without Batman until like the very end. But if you're going to do a Joker standalone film that takes place in the universe set up by Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. who is in Suicide Squad? Batman. So, I mean, there has to be that level of Batman in your movie. Yeah. And look at how many. We don't even know when we're going to get the Batman movie. Very true. I mean, it's just DC make staying another movie they're going to make, And that's to be the, honest. And that's the thing. Some people are kind of, you. this is now the second time you've gone to it, and I'm going to now throw the question out there. Yeah. I was watching Greg Miller from Kind of Funny talk about it because whenever something from DC, it's kind of like, I gotta, I gotta get Greg's take on it. And with him, he was like, I'll believe it when I see it. Like, DC is thrown out so many. We're doing this. We're doing that. We're doing this. We're doing that. And it's like, just fucking do one. Just do one. Pick it. Do it. And I felt like we were kind of getting that. All right, we're doing Wonder Woman 2. All right, we have Aquaman. All right, we're doing Shazam, where it's like, now I feel like don't get in that same boat of like, we're doing Birds of Prey, we're doing Joker, Joker, Birds of Prey, this, that, all over the place. Just do it. Red Hood, Batman Universe. Just do it. Well, Red Hood, that's, let, let's just hope he stays to the Titans TV series right now. We're going to get to that in a second, but I'll ask you, do you even think, if you had to put your money on it, what percentage would you put that this movie actually gets done in the end? Or is it like, a, hey, remember when they said they were going to do a Jared Leto Joker movie? Oh <laughs> Thank God that never happened. I'm going to go with the latter as of now because mm-hmm. DC has said quite a few movies they want, they're going to make and then mm-hmm. not a lot of them happened. Yeah, and it says, according to Variety, it's currently unknown when this film will would go into production as Leto and the studio will now search for a writer. It's also unclear if this film would shoot before or after the previously announced sequel to Suicide Squad, which is believed to go into production sometime in 2019. So with that little info being added in, going back to the story part of it, because I'm with you. In the end, I'm putting my money on this movie not even happening. That's more hope than actual knowing mm-hmm. at that point because I would not be I would not be uh, let down if this movie didn't happen. Yeah. But the thing is with that, just by hearing this one paragraph, my money's on this movie's coming out. If you don't even have a writer yet and the other movie's supposed to go into production a year from now, maybe half a year depending on when in the 2019 it goes into production, then that means this movie is most likely going to take place after Suicide Squad 2. Which means you're going to have to play off of that story if it's in the Suicide Squad 2 universe. Yeah. Which, for a story on our end, we can't even speculate then because we don't know what's going to happen. We haven't even seen anything for no. Suicide Squad 2 except for them saying, yeah, we're going to do it. Yep, we, we, got, we got an idea. And us going, 
oh, dear God, you're going to sell us another soundtrack. Because that was, for those of you who are new that wasn't around when Suicide Squad came out, we weren't even doing the podcast when Suicide Squad came out. But my biggest gripe with Suicide Squad is that I went to that movie and, A, I felt like it was just a, well, Guardians did it. Two, I felt like, so they tried to sell me the soundtrack. That's basically what they tried to do. They tried. They like, were forcing a the soundtrack cr- too hard. The credits rolled. We got the Amanda Waller Batman after credit scene, and I turned to Dave and I said, "So they tried to sell me the soundtrack. That's what they tried to do." Yeah. And Dave's like, "Well, they did a good job because I want it." And I was like, "Just because Guardians did it doesn't mean like doesn't mean it's gonna work for. It's got to be done the right force way." It. It was called done the right way, like because that was right after Guardians came out. Yeah, and Guardians did that whole thing of oh, we're gonna mix this beautiful soundtrack together, where this one just felt like I like this song, jam it into this hole. Ooh, I love this song, jam it into that hole. Where so can that, we fit this song? Yeah, and that was my biggest gripe <clears throat> with Suicide Close Squad. Enough. Do you think that we know? Do you think we can speculate on a story for this? I really got nothing right now. Because I mean, like Suicide Squad one ended with them beating the um, the demon that was possessing the enchantress. Yeah. Um, the whole thing with Diablo going one on one with her and basically killing himself. In he the went one on one with the uh, bigger guy. Though. That's right. Yeah. And killed himself, and at so the they, end, they they lost their their hardest hitter. Yeah, and then at the end, Joker broke Harley out, but we don't know where that story is going to be if it's going to change with Suicide Squad. And got too. her thing deactivated. Yeah, got her thing deactivated. Um, any final thoughts on this? I just me, I hope it doesn't happen. I don't like Jared Leto's Joker. I know there are people out there that do, but I don't want this to happen, and I'll be happy if it never does. I'm not. Putting any thought or not thought, I'm not. I'm not putting any. Johnny's like, I don't want to have to go and see this because I know we're going to. I'm not really worried because DC has a, had has had a tendency to make state movies they mm-hmm. they're going to make and not happen. Like you said, not a false promise this time, a false threat this time. Uh, yeah, empty threat. Yeah, don't don't have us uh don't have us come down there and be like, oh, we're gonna come out with this movie. No, please don't. We don't want. You're not gonna make it. That's Johnny. You're not gonna do it. I dare you to make this. You're movie. not gonna make it. Johnny's sitting there going, "I dare you to make it." How much money do you think you'll lose from it? <laughs> How much money do you think you'll lose from it? Basically, but this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you think down below in that comment section. Are you excited? Here's the thing. Are you excited for the Jared Leto Joker movie? That's the thing I want to ask first. If you are, why are you excited for it? If you're not, <laughs> why are you why excited are you? for well, it? I want to know why. <laughs> Just the way you stated because it. how like we've talked about how I'm not excited for it. I gave you why. Um, why you're excited for it? If you're not, why are you not excited for it? And really, what do you whole think of the two Joker movie thing that it looks like DC is trying to do? Let us know what you think down below in that comment section. But Johnny, let's end the podcast staying in the DC kind of universe, not the extended universe, but staying with our DC heroes. And we're going to be talking about a TV series we haven't talked about in a while. I mentioned the streaming service at the beginning of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Titans. TV series coming to the DC streaming service. And we got a little bit of, not news, just some cool pictures where I guess um, the Titans Brazil Twitter account posted photos of Jason, the actor playing Jason Todd, as well as a little bit of the set with the house 
that they are filming at. So you look at that and you go, all right, Ricky, where's the story here? What are you trying to do with this? So here's what I'm going to do. We haven't talked about Jason Todd in the Titans eh, Titans TV series. I'm going to say film. It's not a film. It's a TV series. But we haven't talked about it. We've talked about Trigon. We've talked about Beast Boy. We've talked about Starfire. We've talked about Robin. We haven't talked about Jason Todd because before this, I didn't even know Jason Todd was going to be officially in Titan. So here's the question that I'm going to ask you, Johnny, to start things off. Mm -hmm. When we get to the Titans TV series, how should Jason Todd fit in? Because most people may be looking at it going, isn't this a Batman thing? Like, don't we need to have the connection of... Batman to Jason Todd, you let me die. No, I didn't before we get him at all in this. And how could they do that without a Batman character? There's going to be Batman references because there is like the bat signal and stuff. Mm -hmm. There are going to be scenes flashing back with a young Robin and Batman. How do you think his origin story fits into this and how he developed through Titans? Hmm. I wonder if it's either going to be out. Um, that's actually a good question. I'm trying to think how it could be t- thrown in there. Because, I mean, you could do it in, in the idea of he's Red Hood's kind of already around and he mm-hmm. becomes like a little like lower side villain that they yeah. have to deal with once in a while. Mm-hmm. Mostly because maybe he's antagonizing them in the sense because I used to be. I used to be. Basically with Dick Grayson, I used to be you. No, I mean, I used to be Robin. Jason Todd used to goes to the oh. Robin now in a sense and goes, yeah, I used to be you. True. Yeah. Or it could be just this Jason Todd is not a Red Hood mm-hmm. and he is our Robin. Yeah. And I mean, that's oh, I didn't even think about that. What if he like he's not Red Hood. Ooh, he's just our Robin. I didn't even think about that. Oh, what if they. Oh, my God. All right. I'm going to run with that for a second. I'm going to run with that. Before I this give you mine. doesn't turn out well. So here's what I'm thinking. What if he's already Robin, mm-hmm. doing the whole Batman thing? What if not this season, next season, what if they do a Jason Todd dies, death in the family? Maybe. Where it's, we get to know him this entire season as Robin. Next season, we do, it's like an episode arc maybe an episode event of death in the family where he dies and then he comes back as red hood. Maybe. Cause what I'm thinking is similar to that where to me, I'm thinking this is post death in the family. So Jason Todd is understandably dead. Yeah. And the shock value of just one episode, Dick Grayson, because here's the thing with Robbins, Tim Drake and Damian Wayne, are not like they're gonna know who Jason Todd is because I'm assuming Batman has told them or they at least know because Batman or for Damien Daddy doesn't mm-hmm. want to tell me um, what happened to Jason Todd but you know Alfred kind of filled me in on some of the clues um, but Dick Grayson is the only Robin that actually knows Jason Todd and has actually been around when he was alive because Dick Grayson's the only one that I left did my own thing yeah. And then Jason Todd came into it and he was able to see that. So what if this is because we know in this one that it's going to be basically he's Dick Grayson's taking the Nightwing mantle for this Teen Titans. 
that he's not going to be Robin. Although we've seen him in the Robin costume, that's more for flashbacks, I think. Or Mm -hmm. by like the end of episode one, he takes off the Robin and he puts on the Nightwing. But with Jason Todd, I don't see that being the case. So he's Nightwing. Dick Grayson sees, holy shit, is that Jason Todd? And like that, like the whole thing of, is that Jason? They have their conversations every once in a while where it's like, I thought you were dead, this whole thing. And this season, kind of as a side story, is Jason Todd becoming Red Hood to where eventually the end goal is the kind of um, what we see from Under the Red Hood, the animated movie, yeah, where it's like Batman and Jason are kind of like, we're going to co- like Red Hood's like, we're going to coexist if you like it or not. You're going to do things your way. I'm going to do them my way. What if we have that same kind of relationship between Nightwing and Red Hood where it's like, you know what? We, we've developed, we've kind of had a bond, but in the end, I'm an anti-hero. I'm going to do the dirty work that you're afraid to do, Boy Scout. Mm-hmm. And that's eventually the end goal of it, of like, Red Hood is here, he's in the DCEU, or not DCU, the Titans TV series, and he is going to be the direct anti-hero to Nightwing and to the Titans in the end. Now, this would work in the way better that I described it, mm-hmm. the thing I'm going to say next, but it could work just off the bat um, if you kind of set it up the right way. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if you have this Jason Todd, like mm-hmm. you have the the new Robin, you have Nightwing, mm-hmm. and then once in a while you see like just glimpse of the Red Hood, like throughout the first yeah. season one, glimpse of the Red Hood, like just gone. flash gone. Well, sort of. Like, he's there, and then all of a sudden, like, look away, yeah. look back, he's gone already. Mm-hmm. And, like, to hit, like, the other Titans, mm-hmm. to hit the uh, Nightwing, and obviously this Robin really wouldn't know anything about him. Yeah. Like, it's like, was that, was that Jason? Was that Jason Todd? Was that Red Hood? Well, no, not, not was that true. Red Hood. Was that it Jason just, Todd? Like, was that Jason Todd? Mm-hmm. Or was just, it would be more of a, was that Jason? Mm-hmm. Because it's interesting, too. And then it would just be, like... No, he it's like one of those shake it off. It can't be. He's dead. I'm going to play off of that, and this is what we usually do. So we know that Brother Blood is going to be a part of this, mm-hmm. but is going to be a side villain getting us ready because the, the end of season one into season two will probably be Trigon, where this whole season Raven's going to develop and how to use her powers, learn how to use them. By the end of season one, Boom, we've set up Trigon. He's going to be the big baddie for season two. Mm-hmm. What if Red Hood's our baddie for season one? Where it's kind of like what you're saying. It's not like, boom, here's Red Hood. But it's one of those, like, the Titans have to stop. Because also, Dick Grayson in this is going to be kind of his Nightwing counterpart. Where he's a detective or a sheriff by day, Nightwing by night. So he's cop the Nightwing. What if there's, like, a string of murders or a string of just, yeah, murders is what I'll go with. But they're all, like, bad people. Mm-hmm. They're all, like, gangbangers, mafia-type people to where Dick Grayson starts to gradually put two and two together. And then we get our kind of standoff of when he comes face-to-face with Red Hood. To where he reveals, I'm Jason Todd. But, like, while this is going on, obviously us as the viewer get some screen time with Jason 
outside of Red Hood without Robin kind of knowing. Like they do in some TV shows. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, hey, this is what the villain's kind of doing to give you some of that kind of aspect to it. That could also be it where Red Hood's our big baddie, or he develops into Red Hood, so then, boom, he's in this universe. What if it went along the lines of, like, you said Red Hood's, mm-hmm. like, a, a more of the villain throughout this until, like, mm-hmm. we get our Trigon sto- part? Yeah. What if it's, like, every episode mm-hmm. that inc- uh, includes, because um, obviously it's not all going to focus on, like, um, Nightwing. Yeah. But anyone that includes Nightwing in the like the bigger arc of the story has a, like a Jason Todd flashback of like mm-hmm. like this is who Jason Todd was. Yeah. Yada, yada. Like, really the only one that would have that though would be um like all pre um like all flashbacks of pre death in the family and mm-hmm. then finally the big reveal like and you show stuff with the red hood but you never reveal who it is. Yeah. And then at like near the we know who it is. Exactly. Come but, on. But, we know. But near end of season, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, Red Reveal Hood, everything just, dro- like, world just drops underneath mm-hmm. him. Like. Jason? Jason's alive. Mm-hmm. Like, because maybe Batman knows this, but Dick Grayson doesn't. Yeah. And, like, worst case scenario, like, you have Jason with, like, horrible facial scar or whatever they want to make it mm-hmm. so it's like a slightly altered Jason, slightly more pale how cool. he was to be. You got to make some slight alteration to show like this is Jason, but this is Jason after death. And another interesting thing, I'm going to throw in kind of a different Titan story into this. Yeah. Another interesting thing that they're doing with Titans is Cyborg's not a part of Team Titans right now. True. Where it's basically going to be Dick Grayson, Starfire, Raven, Beast Boy. And I know that they have like they have Donna Troy signed on, but she's probably not going to be till later on. There are rumors that Superboy will later um, hmm. make a cameo, but the big one is Cyborg. Some people are like, "Where are Cy- where's Cyborg in this?" And the thing that I I can't wait until they kind of lap over each other is there were audition tapes kind of leaked out this week for Cyborg but for the Doom Patrol series. Hmm. So there was a script a while ago that said um, Doom Patrol, and I guess it's going to be a um, a seri- another series, streaming series developed by DC for this DC universe, and Cyborg's going to be a part of that. Oh, nice. So my question is, eventually, I don't know when this will be, does Cyborg start out Doom Patrol and then after a season, maybe two, he comes over to Titans. Or I'm going to do come and cameo in some Titans. And the thing that was hmm. interesting about it was we kind of got our first kind of idea of what these series are going to be like. And I'm assuming because it's a streaming service, it's not going to be like your normal TV show like The Flash. Yeah. Because they drop a few F-bombs. They have some explicit language in there so right now i'm on the side of cool i'm digging it because i want that kind of not dark and like when i say dark and gritty i kind of go because i think of the dceu yeah um but kind of that idea of like all right this is gonna feel real you know what i'm saying not like well nobody swears in real life bing and then they wink at the camera um It's going to have that sense of, like, realness to it. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what I'm most excited for for this. 
I also can't wait for it to come. It's supposed to come in the streaming service in general. Is supposed to come in what late fall or in the fall? They're saying so. Hopefully, I only have to wait two more months for this, and hopefully, can get it in the early fall. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts about Cyborg Red Hood um, that you did that you think we have not hit, and that we should? Not really. I mean, Cyborg would probably come off as a cameo because they mm-hmm. don't didn't seem like they had really like the intent of putting him in there full time. No, they didn't. So I mean, because they're almost replacing it. Hawk and Dove are supposed to be in there. You have Beast Boy, Starfire. And it Fire. looks like Hawk and Dove are only going to make like from what I heard, they're only going to be in a few in a few episodes. Okay, so I mean, you're going to have the completely forgot about Hawk and Dove. You did, didn't you? I did for a second until you brought yeah. him up. Yeah, and then I mean. I not don't remember who else because it's the main four that we mm-hmm. always have. They're dropping Cyborg apparently, mm-hmm. and then I guess Hawk and Dove in a few episodes. I'm not sure who else they're going to do. I know in the in the thing, article you you found, um, mm-hmm. it said possibly Power Girl, possibly like two other people, but those were not like guarantees either. So. It's going to be interesting without Cyborg. I, I cannot dynamic. wait for this. This is probably one of the most things I am excited for for most of this kind of anything that we talk about. I love the Teen Titans cartoon series. Mm-hmm. I miss Teen Titans dearly. And one thing that I do love is my DC and my Teen Titans. I want to ask you one thing that probably, and the reason why I'm asking this is because I don't think we're ever going to touch this as a full topic because I never played this game. Okay. But I want to get your thought because you're an expo or you're an Xbox guy. Okay. And this guy is an MCU actor. Did you hear the news about Dave Bautista this week? No. He is actively pursuing playing um, Marcus Phoenix, who's the lead guy in Gears of War for the oh, Gears of War movie. That'd be cool. I never played Gears of War. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, I've you know what? I've never played clips. Gears of War, but like I saw an article where they like casted out the entire cast. Batista, The Rock, John Cena. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Just take my money. Do it and take my money if they do that. May as well. I mean, just, do, they, just, all have, three, just have the WWE, man. Just all three <laughs> of those would definitely fit those characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess the tweet is at Dave Batista. I'm enjoying basically all the films you've been in and was a huge fan during WWE run. What's your dream role? I'm hoping they ask you to play Marcus Phoenix in the Gears of War movie. Hashtag ask Dave. And GameSpot tweeted back, because that's what he was doing the interview with, Mm -hmm. I've been pursuing Gears of War for years now. Marcus Phoenix is absolutely a dream role. So that's something that I saw, and I'm like, you know what, we're probably not going to have a full topic on it, because I know for me... I've never been an Xbox guy, so never played Gears of War. I'm assuming if a Gears of War game new one comes out, you'll jump on it. Well, we'll jump on it because we'll get you the game so that you can go ahead and play it um, because you're the only one in MVP that has an Xbox. The rest of us are uh, Sony fanboys and have uh, PlayStations. Finally, one guy in the right system. (laughs) Yeah, you're vastly outnumbered. Oh. Mark... Me, just because I'm outnumbered Dave, doesn't mean I'm wrong. Sean, Brandon, all of us have PlayStations. Just because I'm outnumbered doesn't mean I'm wrong. <laughs> Johnny's like, I just need to recruit more Xbox people. But yep. this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you think down below about anything we talked about today. And if you're on YouTube, make sure to tell us what you think about the Titan story with Jason Todd 
that we just talked about. A little bit of housekeeping here at the end. Number one, if you liked what you heard, liked what you saw, make sure to check out patreon.com backslash podcast. It helps support the channel. You can do so each and every month by being rewarded for it. Also, check out our store down below in the description where you can get yourself a sweet MVP t-shirt. Also, check out uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating. I completely, we've been gone for so long. I've been recording so much this week. It's just kind of mush up here at that point. It's just mush up here. But Apple Podcast, iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. Type a little something-something about what you like about the podcast and why other people should listen to it, too. And then last but not least, check out mostvelopodcast.com where you can catch everything for MVP each and every day. I want to thank you guys for watching on YouTube. Thank you guys for listening on podcast services around the world. Johnny and I will be back next week for some more nerdy culture. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.